We're back with Bob Bristol. Some fascinating stuff. Callers east of the Rockies, you can reach us at 212-718-7463. West of the Appalachians, call us at 212-347-9999. International callers, that number is always 212-646-0812. We just let the phones ring until it's time to put someone on the air, so there's no charge for waiting. <sighs> Bob? <clears throat> yes, Al? Before the break, you were making some extremely serious disclosures about a group of paranormal beings. Yes. Tetchy terrorist vampire zombies. Yes, from outer space. And it is your belief that these vampire zombies... It's not a belief, but a fact, Al. That the vampire zombies, in addition to being a parasitic menace, have organized themselves into crime families. Wow. For the listeners at home, I've sent Al an FTP packet of photos taken by the feds after a raid on a vampire zombie compound in Los Angeles. Al, if you want to click through, the first photo shows a piece of machinery the vampire zombies constructed. We don't know what the purpose was, but forensics noted that it was bolted into place at the exact crossroads. Picture two of two ley lines in Calabasas that were extremely important to the native Tongva people some 500 years ago. Picture three. Good lord. Picture number three is what remained of a handful of fresh kills that were on hand when the feds raided the vampire zombie laundromat. Officers on site claim that the rotting corpses were still alive, and if you go to picture four and then back to picture three, you can see that it appears the mouth of the decapitated head in the far right corner is moving as though to speak. This is some scary, scary stuff. Listeners, if you want to see these images Mr. Bristol is describing, they will be up on the website for you in the next 20 minutes. I have to warn you, though, these are not photographs for anyone who wants to sleep at night. I haven't slept through the night in 18 years. I believe you. How did the FBI take down the vampire zombies? Blind luck, Al. And this was only the Calabasas-based cult. A man was walking down the sidewalk, and this store had a large American flag draped outside. This concerned citizen, a woman, called in and reported seeing the man tangle with the flag, almost falling over in his effort to avoid being touched. She thought he was on bath salts, but my unit had put a flag on any reports that included flags, and we knew right away. And your flag on flags turned up... Vampire zombies, Al. Where your movie vampire will recoil from a crucifix or a, uh, menorah. A vampire zombie knows the creator god is already dead and has no religious-based fears. However, it can't abide patriotism. Patriotism? Fascinating. So, if I was being chased by a terrorist tetchy vampire zombie... From outer space. We'll get to that in the next hour. If I was in mortal danger... Fly a flag. Uh, say the Pledge of Allegiance, sing a few bars of Yankee Doodle Dandy. Anything along these lines would ward off a vampire zombie? So long as it's patriotic, yes. At least temporarily, depending on how hungry it was. But the most important advice I can give to anyone who should come into contact with one of these creatures, and I cannot overstate this, Al, how important this advice is. Yes, Bob. What should we do? Run. Hello and welcome to Adventures in New America, where every other week we bring you new tales from the tragic American after. This week, the sixth episode of Tetchy Terrorist Vampire Zombies from Mars which we have entitled The Outfit, will be coming to you in stereo right after these words from our sponsors. 
every day. Almost one million animals are murdered by humans for food across the world. 300,000 of those animals are slaughtered locally in subsistence level agricultural communities in remote locations. Too often in isolated areas, animals will live happier lives than their factory farm counterparts, only to face a cruel death at the end of a dull night. Here in the developed world, we take sharp knives for granted, but this is hardly the case elsewhere, and that's where night flights step in. For only $3 a month, you can help Night Flights on its mission to fly sharp knives to rural and remote communities so that they butcher their animals more humanly. In addition to helping millions of animals a year die more dignified deaths, Night Flights will send you our magazine, The Daily Whetstone, once every two months. Inside, you will find full-color pictures of the knives we are sending across the world, along with the animals you are saving through your considerate donation. This is internationally recognized musical performer Kualo asking you to take a moment out of your day to secure clean debts for these innocent animals. Won't you, please? When we last saw our heroes, they had entered into a criminal conspiracy with the shady Clico Metal Retrieval Corporation. While they work separating coins on the counting room floor, high above in the scaffolding and flanked by guards, their boss appears. He's a short man, about as tall as he is wide. While you would never notice him if you saw him in public, here on the counting floor, every eyeball in the house is his. His name is... Mr. Deeds, from, from the Ambrosia Diner commercials. I, I, I know. Quiet! How you do? First off, I would like to say you are all doing very well. We are exactly where we plan to be in relation to our timetable, and you know how that pleases us. <laughs> Give that applause to yourselves, because that's who deserves it. That's enough. We could all be doing better. The raffle is coming up in a few episodes, and we're not nearly ready. Second, as some of you know, I have offered an award of $100,000 for information proving the existence of these terrorist, tetchy vampire zombies. If any of you, my valiant workers, have the goods, I just want you to know you can come speak directly to me. In secret. And I can keep you anonymous, and you won't have to pay taxes on it. You'll get what you deserve. I mean, I'll reward you. You'll get your rewards. Third, I have been told that someone changed the trash in the break room but did not put in another liner. How many times do I need to say this? I hate a naked trash bin. If you're going to change the trash, then change the trash. It's a whole process. He's right, you know. Huh. Finally, someone who gets it. What else? What else? You distracted me with the garbage bags. Oh, yes, Clyde. <clears throat> we know you've been working for the others. You're fired. No! It's not my fault! I'll tell you everything you want to know! No! 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 I think that's everything. Tonight's movie will be Inside Daisy Clover, starring Natalie Wood and Ruth Gordon. 
That's all. Why does the boss need all those bodyguards? He's a firecracker. And what happened to Clyde? Good riddance. You would have hated Clyde. Well, I met Clyde. He seemed okay to me. What's that say about you? Boom! Oh, Jesus! Do not... Do not sneak up on me like that. Hmm. How you making out? Well... Hey, Simon. Hey, Gertrude. How's Serena doing? She made me promise if I saw you, I wouldn't talk about her. <laughs> She's a smart lady. The fire that burns the brightest burns cold. What's that noise mean? Gertrude, it's your turn. Come on, IA. You can help me out. Okay. Trouble finding your seat, ma'am? Nope. Just looking for a place to take a dump and wanted to let my pal know where I'm at. So, pal, you all right, I? Why wouldn't he be? Yeah, I, I can take care of myself. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Good man. Good man. So you go to the bathroom and I'll, uh, I'm going to help Gertrude. Ah, I'll see you at the movie tonight. Oh, I can't wait. You know I love me some Natalie Wood. Ooh, and Ruth Gordon, too. She's the bee's knees. <laughs> Come on, I.A. Gertrude, can I, can I ask you a question? If you could only... Uh... If I could ask for anything, it would be a James Bond film that has all the people who have played James Bond joining together to defeat a mad scientist who lives somewhere cool. And they are all James Bond while they do it. Like in the Orson Welles Casino Royale. And then they get mad snippy and kind of catty with each other before they realize that they are all friends. But somewhere in there, the mad scientist has them all in the same room, hooked up to different machines to die in weird ways. And they have a healing moment before, ta-da, George Lazenby arrives to save the day. And then they have a party and assassins kill all the James Bonds except for Lazenby. And all the Bonds die in his arms. And he's like, no, not again. And the next Bond movie after that is John Sim in the title role. And he's the only James Bond. I think Roger Moore died. Why ask for the possible? Um, I, uh, I don't know. Um, what, what I wanted to ask you was... Save it. We're here. Well, what do you think? Well, now I understand why I'm dressed like a waiter. Uh, but from the commercials, I thought the Ambrosia Diner was like a happening place. There's only one guy here. Everybody gets delivery now. They run that out of the basement. People still like the feeling, though, that their food comes from a place, even if they never go there. So we keep this as a front. And all the coin counters take turns pretending to work in the diner. You got it. I'll take the grill. You wait on the dude in the trench coat. And anyone else who comes in. Ain't nobody coming in. Go on. Push the BLT. Hi. Uh, may, may I take your order? My name is Bob Bristol, and I love America. We'll be back in a moment with more Adventures in New America on the Night Vale Presents Network after these words from our sponsors. Every day, almost one million unwanted tube television sets are discarded in the United States. They find themselves unwanted in the same homes they once lit up with laughter and tears. Is there no place in the world for tube TVs? The Tube TV Foster Home Fund started with a simple idea. The idea that the time of the Tube TV has not yet passed. Future generations will look back at the 1900s as the dawn of recorded history, and media from the 20th century will live forever. 
But have you tried to watch Columbo on a flat screen TV? The lights are wrong. These are the lights inside the television. It's not just a question of ratio or not knowing how to get your TV off for full and wide settings. Flat screen TVs are a fundamentally flawed way to watch the genesis of video media. Cowabunga! And forget about video games. Even with adapters that turn a spade connection into an HDMI, there's a latency there making those classic games unplayable. As long as humanity survives, there will always be a need for the tube televisions. And that's where the fun steps in. Every dollar you donate will be used to acquire additional storage space for our rapidly growing stock of tube televisions. These TVs are then made available to the public for free. This is internationally recognized musical performer Quad Low asking you to take a moment out of your day to save tube televisions for tomorrow's children. Won't you please? Hey everybody, this is J-Dog, and on the phone with me today, direct from the Ambrosia Diner, it's the one and only Mr. Deeds. <laughs> How you do? <laughs> What's for lunch today, Mr. Deeds? Today we have pulled out all the stops with our special. You get a choice of grilled chicken or thinly sliced roast beef with a mouth-watering gravy, accompanied by string bean casserole, cornbread stuffing, honey carrots, potato salad, and, to top it off, a slice of Miss Trixie's famous carrot cake. Mmm, that sure sounds good, Mr. Deeds. And it's good for you. And wait! Don't forget our raffle. In only three more weeks, we will be drawing our lucky winners. Good food and a chance at undeserved prizes. Where can I get all of this and more? <laughs> at the Ambrosia Diner. Hello and welcome to Act Two of tonight's episode of Adventures in New America, titled The Outfit. IA has joined a criminal conspiracy to melt government currency and discovered that his responsibilities include, on occasion, pretending to be a waiter in a restaurant that serves as a legitimate front for the operation. The diner is old. The walls are covered in antique photographs and yellowing notices. A large counter window separates the kitchen from the booths that make up the dining room floor. At one such booth sits the diner's only customer. He is a tall, heavy-set man in a cowboy hat and slicker. I.A., in his role as temporary waiter, asks the man what he would like to eat. Uh, to this, the man replies, My name is Bob Bristol, and I love America. Uh, okay. I love America. Not new America, just America. I love it. I love America too, sir. And I'm ready, I'm ready to take your order. <clears throat> um, how about the BLT? I want something hot. The, the, the BLT can be hot. I'll have a hamburger deluxe, rare, with a cup of, write this down, burger, medium rare, hot coffee, and old-fashioned apple pie. Okay, got it. The apple pie is for America. Understood, uh, I'll go turn this in. I'll be here. Yeah? Uh, he wants a burger deluxe, and he loves America. He said that? He said it a few times. What, what could that mean? Uh, all we get here are weirdos. No, this is different. I mean, he was weird, but it was like he was trying to tell me something. You're sweet. 
go. Give me some space. I must create. Okay. Uh, hello? Hello? Where did he go? Welcome back, son. Ah! Oh! I'm sorry. <laughs> you spooked me. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why I'm so skittish today. One consistent thread to New America is bewilderment that the weapons we craft can be used against us. From executive powers to the filibuster, to torture, to hacking groups involving themselves in justice. It's like playing Risk Legacy and thinking you're going to be the same faction every game. Maybe blackmail and extortion and torture are the lesser way. Maybe we should never applaud these acts, regardless of what side we find ourselves at the moment. Maybe there's a point to strength of character. But those are not questions, and maybe this way of thinking will find no purchase in these, our various times. I don't think I've ever seen someone go this long without blinking. Maybe we deserve the bad things that happened to us. Maybe we forgot what life is about. Okay, I'm sorry. I just, I don't understand. See this certificate on the wall? This joint has been here a long time. Read it. Okay, um, Ambrosia Hall, dated 6th of January, in the year of our Lord, 1711, Mayor Ebenezer Wilson. Four shillings got you a lot more back then. <sighs> These pictures are so old. Look at this one. Do you recognize this man, the one in the waistcoat? That's... that, that looks like Mr. Deeds. Read the plate. Isaac... Tietzen of Ambrosia Tavern, 1840? So this is Mr. Deed's dad. Oh, kid. You really love America? Wait a minute. In this photo, this looks like... This looks like Gertrude. I'm gonna open my vest. The certificate says, Gertie Hawkins, Poker Champion, North Brooklyn, 1968... That's impossible. Look at me. Do you love America? Uh, I don't know what your love America fixation is, and although the red, white, and blue lining of the inside of your vest is very fetching, I, I, I'm sort of having a quiet crisis right now, so, uh... Bob? Yes, Bob. Bob Bristol. It's a test, son, and you passed. I don't know how you got here or why, but you need to run. Now. You'll get caught in the crossfire. Crossfire? Although maybe you already are. <laughs> you are weirding me out, sir. I'm going to take something out of my pocket, and I need you to look at it. Okay. Feds? <laughs> You're with the feds? Where are they melting the coins? Oh, you are law enforcement! Oh, thank goodness. Are you going to arrest me? Please say you're going to arrest me and take me to jail. Yes. This is bigger than you. Don't you know who these people you're working for are? They're... Bell means food is ready. Huh? Hold on. What's going on? You making friends with the weirdo? He's not a weirdo. I mean, he's totally a weirdo, but... Gertrude, I, I was wondering... <clears throat> how old are you? How old do I look? Uh, mid-twenties? Look at you. I'm 34, IA. But you tell anyone, and I'll have to kill you. What year were you born? What year was I born? Subtract 34 from now. What's this about? Is that weirdo talking about me? No, I mean, no. No, he's not. Let me go take a look at this guy. That's not necessary. It's fine. I mean, 
Is this his table? Oh, uh, yeah. Where is he? Oh, no. He was here a second ago. Maybe he went to the bathroom. I'll wait. Well, here's his food anyway. What are you, you going to say when he comes out? Say? I'm going to say I hope he likes his burger and give him a stink eye. Oh, please don't give him the stink eye. What do you care? We were just having a conversation, and I I don't want him to get weird. You said he was weird. Weirder. It doesn't matter if they don't come back here to eat. It's better, in fact. Less time wasted pretending to be a diner. Gertrude, how did you escape City Hall? What do you mean? That suicide bomber went off, and I just ran out of... Jennings blew himself up after you escaped. By seconds. Jennings? How do you know his name? I heard it on the news. You want to know if I turned into a cloud of dust and disappeared through the wall? Yes, but uh, that's impossible. Why ask for the possible? George Lazenby. Hi, A. Are you in love with me? (laughs) What? Is that what all this is about? I feel like you care about me, and I've given you no reason to do that. No! It's just, uh, I'm, I'm going to check on Bob. His, his food is getting cold. Uh, Bob? Bob Bristol? Oh, he's not in here. He's not in there. Well, I'm not making him another burger until he's paid for this one. I just don't see where he could have gone. Forget him. I asked you a question. You're dating Serena. She doesn't own me, and that's not an answer. When we met, you told me you loved me. Have you forgotten that? I've tried. What's wrong with love? It's... it's complicated. I love boysenberry punch. How complicated is that? That's different. Uh, You wouldn't die for boysenberry punch. You're saying you would die for me? No! I... I mean, it depends. If you were in danger, I would try to save you. Is that something you fantasize about? Armed gunmen raid the diner, and you go full John McClane to save me from a certain death? Look, just just leave it. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Mm, You're a romantic, IA. So am I. (sighs) Come sit on my side of the booth. I I, I don't want to crowd you. Come. Uh, Okay. Why are you acting so hurt? Because I'm right? City Hall. Sorry? I I save you at City Hall. The the cops have you cornered and I... I attack them to give you time to escape. I mean, it's dumb. I'm very flattered that you're willing to fantasize about giving up your freedom for me. But? There's no but. Although, I have to wonder why you wouldn't fantasize about us both escaping. Too unbelievable. I'm not a fighter. But it's fantasy. Why dream the possible? Because the possible is far enough away as it is. Oh, I, I, will you do something? If you're brave enough to die for me, could you be strong enough to live for me? Can you accept that something good might happen to you now and then? That someone might like you? Enjoy your company. Dying sounds easier. Aye. Yeah. Kiss me. Friends, we've reached the end of this week's Adventures in New America. 
Will I A kiss Gertrude? What happened to Bob Bristol? And did Simon find a place to poop? Adventures in New America was written and created by Stephen Winter and Tristan Cohen. This week's episode starred Paige Gilbert, Starley Kine, Julian Fleischer, and the New America Players, featuring Reginald L. Barnes, Becca Blackwell, David Commander, Joseph Limus, Aaron Markey, Chris Sarley, and Brian Webster. Our special guest was Rob Stream as Special Agent Bob Bristol. The music you heard in this episode was created by Wayne Barker, Moist Porkskins, and Caged Animals. Happy birthday, Mr. Bazzotta, wherever you are. This week, Adventures in New America was brought to you by Kingdom of Nye Cola. To have the most from coast to coast, drink Nye Cola. Your good health. Our sound designer and audio engineer was Vincent Cachione. Adam Cecil was our executive marketer, associate producer, Ashlyn Hatch. Christy Gressman, executive producer. We'll be back after this word from our sponsors. You are listening to the Night Vale Presents Network. My perambulations at the Ambrosia Diner have brought me proof my worst fears are real. The vampire zombies are among us, working hand-in-hand with legitimate humans in some sick and twisted crusade. If I don't discover their plan, and soon it may be curtains for the world, I don't know if I can wait two weeks to destroy this evil plot. Adventures in New America is a People's Exploitation Army Limited production.